The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. David Lowe is a composer and music producer whose work comprises mainly of music for TV and radio. Just a few of the themes he's composed include BBC News, The One Show, Grand Designs, Country File, and the list just goes on and on and on. And he's on the line with us here today. How are you doing? Hey, I'm great, Toby. How are you doing today? Yes, I'm doing great. I'm not normally up at this time, but... It's great to be here. Excellent. Nice to say hello to everybody listening as well. Yeah, of course. So it's interesting because before you went on to make the BBC News theme, you actually started out working for the BBC, not as a music person, but just as a kind of, what were you, an intern or something? Yeah, way back when. um, I suppose it was even before they had interns and things, but uh, I was like 18, still at school, and I was really interested in broadcasting and radio TV and I was talking to a teacher about it and he's, he knew somebody at the BBC and he said, I'll give him a ring because um, mm-hmm. they have guys your age in to help out the weekend. So yeah. lo and behold, he phoned him up and uh, in I went and I absolutely loved it. It was brilliant, you know, um, learned all about radio production and because we were at a place called Pebble Mill in Birmingham, it was this big broadcasting centre for the BBC and they did TV shows there, big network TV shows they did like uh, a daily magazine show, they had radio studios, music studios, so it was just a brilliant place to be Mm. and um I just knew from the minute I walked through the door, this is where I want to. This is my, what I want to do, you know. So it was a great, a great start. Yeah. And did you have a music bug at all when you worked at the BBC at that time? No, I suppose I. Um, I'd always had um, tunes floating around in my head, you know, like a, as a mm. kid and stuff. Music had always been there, and I doodled yeah. around on the piano, and I always had that dream of, like we all do, of be, you know, getting a hit in the charts, whatever it yeah. is, being being in a band, um, but. Um, I didn't take it seriously. I just thought that's just pretty much what everybody is the same, you know. So uh, um, I just, I, I really focused on on the radio and the TV thing. And um, I learned all about sort of sound editing and production and, and mixing. And then I started making little jingles up using sound effects and stuff and yeah. putting those together. And then I started dabbling around. I did a little couple of little music jingles as well, you know, but nothing, mm. nothing too serious. So it was more about um, the sort of creative use of sound, I suppose, when I when I started. And I just yeah. found that I really, um, I just took it, you know, I just loved it and just just really um, 
stepped up to it in a big way and um, so the music came after that really yeah and do you remember what the first piece of music you ever composed was I do it was great but, um, in radio I learnt all about sort of sound production and, and I used to put jingles together and things I spent hours in the studio um, after everyone had gone home just sort of experimenting with sound effects like this are you sitting comfortably just mixing five one and mixing sort of sounds together so it, it, uh, it was really good fun, and um, the technology, of course, then was just uh, just tape machines. There wasn't any sort of digital technology; it was all analog. Mm. So um, then, uh, so I suppose the, the first tune that I wrote um, after after working there, I, I sort of got into uh, I started getting into music, and I bought I went out and bought a synthesizer, oh. and I thought, oh wow, this is great, and and it was just at the time when the technology had started to come together and you could actually put music together at home and I got this very basic multi-track uh, recorder that used to be on a little cassette four-track uh, thing and that was like a revelation so I started putting songs together um, like this so the quality still sounds all right even yeah. that was done I think sort of like 1983 or something like that but um, and it was all like I was really into like Vangelis and all like flowery synthy stuff so um, that was great fun yeah definitely and of course before you went on to work on the BBC News theme as well you had a bit of a flirt with I don't know if you'd call it pop star because you were more behind the scenes but you definitely had a hit single with the band Touch and Go in the song would you? That's right yeah so um I'd sort of like been, uh, I, I did my th first theme tune commissioned for telly in yeah. 1983. I was like 24, basically. Mm. And I thought, this is the way to go. So I was really set on writing theme tunes and I just focused on doing that. And because um, I sort of was in the BBC working freelance anyway, I'd, lo I'd always meet lots of people that would obviously want music. So it was a really good place to be. So I sort of built up a catalogue of, of stuff, but I always had this um, dream of um, getting a hit into the charts, you know, and doing something like that. And I, yeah. I got a little record deal with this record label uh, called Oval Music, and we were putting ideas together. And then uh, we talked about doing like a dance track, like a Latin dance track. And uh, there's quite a famous Latin track called Tequila, which sounds a bit like this. So I started playing around with Adding some trumpet to that, um, sort of came around, started playing with that idea, and it wasn't it wasn't really yeah. working. And then we think, let's strip it all back and just have it sort of really, really minimal, you know, and um, sort of build it up, and let's see if we can find some little samples to go with it. So um, I'd done a sort of documentary called The Science of Sex about um, sort of sexual attraction and all the biology and stuff, and one of the sequences they had this montage of people saying this. Um, I've noticed you around. I find you very attractive. Yeah. Would you go to bed with me? And uh, all sorts of different people. And I'd, I'd done that a couple of years earlier and I, I suddenly remembered it. I thought, oh yeah, there's that, I remember that. So it must have stuck in my head. And I went back to dig out the tape and it was literally like, a, before. <laughs> you might not even remember, they were all VHS <laughs> videotapes that they used to send us to to work with the pictures and I dug that out and, and plugged it in and I, I got, ran it to this bit I thought yeah that sounds great so I literally sampled that vocal off the um, off the VHS tape and um, I started adding it into the um, I've noticed over the around. groove 
And then I just sort of built a groove up with a bit of bass. I find you very attractive. Um, and it was that uh, that made it really sort of work, the hesitancy. And I thought I'll build it up and then the, the sort of punchline. Would you go to bed with me? I'll just come in with a massive sort of trumpet huge trumpet thing so um i got this trumpet player up called my mate called jim who's who's really brilliant and um i said jim can you just jam over these chords so i played him that that groove and um i said just go and just jam you know do some jazz riffs over it so he he came up with loads of little jazz riffs like this so over that over that four bar So lots of riffs, and then after he'd gone, I, I listened all the way through. I thought, picked out all his best little riffs, and then I found this one. I thought this is going to be the mother of all riffs, you know. So I took four of or four of his riffs and made this one mega riff, which was. Uh -huh. So it's, it's it's four separate little bits basically. It's like yeah. those four bits, and so you play them together and you get that one riff yeah. and I thought that's working really well so I put that over the chords I thought yeah that's working great you know and uh, I thought it, was, it still sounded a little bit like not edgy enough so I changed the, the background chords to that which is sort of minor chords and then add it So it makes a heck of a difference and it just sort of like nailed it for me and I thought well there you go that that's working and yeah. um, so then I played that to my record company guy Charlie and uh, with with all the would you go to bed with and, me and um, he just went congratulations you've just got your first top 10 single there you know and it's <laughs> like wow really and he said yes yeah, there's definitely that is definitely got something and um, so then he went out and um, it, you know it's obviously you need somebody to champion it and he was brilliant and he just went out and just saw loads of people and eventually got a record deal with uh, v2 records and um and yeah so nine ten months later after writing it it got to number three in the charts which was yeah. an amazing experience yeah were you surprised that it managed to do so well well we um i mean Charlie the record he always had faith in it and uh, more than me really I thought no it's, it's just not it's not going to happen you know <laughs> and it was um, but he had absolute faith and he said no it will happen it will happen and um, you know we got to the point where we'd done it and we got the record deal so bit by bit it was it was creeping closer mm. and um, he said you know it's it, it really is touch and go whether it'll happen or not and, and so that's why we called it touch and go because yeah it's touching you know whether whether it'll happen and it's also the double meaning thing of you know which was all the whole sort of mood behind it sort of cheeky double meaning uh, phrases so um and then it got to um the sort of getting it onto the top 10 in those days you had to be on it so you still do now you have to basically get onto radio one mm. and be on their playlist and um, other radio stations had started playing it but radio one was still sort of hesitant yeah. about it and then they finally said oh yeah look we'll have it as um our record of the week um simon mayo show his producer they both really liked it 
and so they said yeah no we're going to play it as our record of the week so uh we, oh yeah you know this is oh crikey record of the week so um got to that point and then the week they were due to play it, it was like we were sitting there waiting and then they said La, this is the record of the week it's you too you know so they basically um right at the last minute they'd sort of changed their mind and um so um it's like oh no and then the second week uh they said no we're going to play it next week and then they mm -hmm. played something different mm -hmm. so we basically sort of almost given up hope then and then finally um they said no we're definitely playing it next week so all the way through it was really sort of um you know <laughs> we just didn't know whether it was going to happen or not and then as soon as they started playing it it started snowballing and then the rest is history really and um, yeah. it literally was like a snowball and, and it just turned into this bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so it was an, it was an amazing time yeah definitely not long after that you went on to work on what's probably your most famous composition which is the BBC News theme how did you get approached to work on that? Well, that, that, if that was the year after the, uh, the single came out. Um, yeah. So it was a pretty, you know, some, some people have their, their golden time, I think. And uh, in a way, that was probably mine, you know, that, um, yeah. where all the hits are happening in, in one go. And uh, so I did the uh, single and then the, the following year, um, I was just approached by the BBC and said, do you want to... Um, are you happy to be on the short list of composers that we're going to consider to rebrand the BBC News? And I was like, let me think about that. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> took about, um, and so yeah, it didn't take much. So I said, yeah, obviously, that'd be absolutely amazing. I'd be completely honored. So, um, and then it got, we got narrowed down to a short list and I went to meet um, Martin, who was the creative director. And he explained what the whole thing was about. And they said, basically, up until that point, um, all the BBC news shows had all got different theme tunes and they all looked a bit different. They all sounded a bit different. And what he wanted to do was create this one single brand sound and brand look for the BBC news. Yeah. Uh, to bring it into the new millennium, you know, into the 2000s. And... Um, so that was the whole plan and um, it was creating a look and a feel and everything and so he said and I want the music to 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 be instantly recognizable and yeah. to be completely different to any of pre you know that you anything you've ever heard before it's got to be completely different and it's got to be you know unique and distinctive and above all memorable you know and as soon as you hear it you've got to sort of instantly know what you're listening to and um, so that was the brief and uh, so we went off and I came up with a couple of demos and sent those in and I thought oh no we've definitely not got the job you know <laughs> um, the demo I think I've got it here somewhere let's have a look I'll play the original demo for the BBC News So, um, and I just thought, no, I mean, it's completely different to what they got, but um, I, I wasn't convinced that it was going to win the job, you know, so, um, but lo and behold, a couple of weeks later, they phoned me up and said, oh, Martin wants to work with you on, as the composer on, on the news job, you know, I was like, oh, wow, incredible. So uh, I had to go to, then for another meeting and then he explained it all in more detail. He said, I want a really distinctive sound instantly recognizable instantly memorable that in the first second no matter how you use that sound um 
in you know because it's going to be on the radio it's going to be on tv it's going to be in scotland it's going to be all different places and um they've all got to have a different feel and a different approach but um yeah. it's got to be instantly recognizable and then we were talking about sounds that he liked and one of them was the pips which is the mm. that sound of which we all know obviously yeah. and the bbc's been using that <clears throat> next year it's the 100th anniversary of the bbc can you believe it 100 wow. years um, so, and that sound was at the very start of the BBC, and it was from the Greenwich Observatory. Um, and they basically connected two elect electric, cable, you know, electrodes to the pendulum at Greenwich University, because that was Greenwich Mean Time, was the, obviously the, yeah. the world's time clock, the most accurate. And um, so when the pendulum swung, it would hit the electric thing, go beep, beep, beep. And they converted that into a, a sine wave, and that's that was the sound of the pips. And um, so the BBC had been using that for for years, you know. And um, Martin said, you know, the pips is a really good example of a sound that, that is very distinctive. And I thought, well, maybe we could use the pips, but add a dance beat to it, you know, yeah. be really different. And I was thinking of this in my head as we were chatting, and then um, you know, I'd build it up and um, add a bass line to it and then he said oh well i'd like some sort of drama and and you know it's got to have sort of drama and, and tension a bit so i thought big drums does that trick you know so i did those and um so i was thinking all this in my head as we were talking and he said can you come back on friday and this was on a wednesday he said can you come back on a fr friday and play some ideas to the bbc team um and i'll introduce you as the composer and then, you know, just bring in some initial ideas and see how we get on. So I was thinking, oh, I've got a day to do it, you know. So yeah. I sort of rushed back home um, thinking, is that idea, is, is that too crazy? You know, is it too, is it too mad? Um, and I thought, no, I couldn't think of anything else that, that had that same, you know, strong enough, really. Um, the thing about that was it was a sort of distinctive idea you know it wasn't just a tune or anything it was just an, it was an idea so I thought no that, that's going to be the one so I sort of put it together when I got back on the Thursday and then did all the layers added some nice string chords underneath so it's really like very very minimal it's basically like starts from that there's only like four main layers so there's the drums the bass the big drums and then the strings and so it's 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 quite sort of minimal really but it sounds big you know and i was yeah. thinking oh that's sort of working and so i took that down to to the bbc team and they martin introduced me and um i played the idea and um they just looked at each other and went I think they've done it. That's it. Wow. That's the, that's that's the one. That's absolutely perfect. Don't change it, you know. <laughs> and it was like an incredible moment, you know. That that was um, start of it really. And so from that um, basic sort of idea of the pips and the and the the beats per second and the bass line, uh, those are the core elements that I've used for the last really the last twenty two years in all the other versions that I've done. Um, the pips always are always the thing that, that give it that identity. Yeah. And of course, there are variations of the theme as well, because you've got the headlines and the main titles and, of course, the countdown as well. Yeah, that's right. So you got, yeah, you got the headlines. Um, 
like that. So, um, and that's on a sort of running loop, uh, which I think is four minutes worth. And it, you can trigger it any time you like. So when you finished a headline, you can trigger it again. And even though the the breaks aren't that musical, not in time, it gives it a sense of um, urgency and sort of drama. Yeah. which is great because it's quite random so and there's little tags that go on the end of that so they do a headline talk like this over the headline and then there'd be a, a tag on the end so there's lots of little elements and so um yeah we put that idea together and then we were putting the the um the tracks down for the news channel which used to be news 24 and then right at the end of the afternoon they said oh we need this um one more thing we just need this like minute countdown um that we're going to use at the top of the hour which we use as a sort of device to get us back to zero again so if they're under running they can play a minute's worth and if they're overrunning they can play five seconds or whatever so it's a mm. it's a thing to always get back to the, the top of the hour you know and they got some graphics to go with it and they said it's just going to be like a clock counting down to zero can you do a piece of music that's a build-up you know to to the to getting to zero that we can fade in at any time so i thought oh, okay all right um and then i thought okay go you, you you go off and have a cup of tea and i'll, have, I'll see what i can come up with and so I just literally put a groove down like this with on a loop of a sort of electronic um, samples going on and then um, built up a series of chords that take you right up to the top of the hour but everything works under that one single note of the pit so the pit stays the same but the chords build up underneath it you know, which is always a really nice effect And um, so that became, that was the sort of countdown. And it started, it started you know, it wasn't really a, a big thing when I did it. It was just another part of the package. But now, of course, that's become the sort of iconic part of the whole thing, which is, I've done lots of different versions over, over time. And um, each one's have got a bit more sophisticated and um, started adding more sort of melody to it. So it's the same chords as the very original, but um, just arranged and, and produced over the years. Yeah, I was going to mention, because of course it has evolved over the years, how often are you called back to progress it? Um, I think we've done it, um, I think it's about five times, I think, over the years, maybe, yeah. or even more, possibly. Um the last one was in 2013, which wow. um, was so. That's probably the longest that the, this mm. one's been on without without changing it. But yeah. um, and I did separate versions for like BBC World News and B and UK News. There were slightly different ones, so it evolved pretty much the first 10 years. You know, there were quite a few different variations, and then we got to 2013, and they had a really big rebrand of everything mm. then. Um, yeah then pretty much that's the one that stuck from then on you know yeah. so um it's quite interesting to do because every time i do it i think oh, oh this is it this is the ultimate one and then they go can you have can you remix it <laughs> so it's trying to find something with with a new one that that um keeps it you know gives it the thing that everybody knows but adding something that obviously makes it sound a little bit different 
and a bit more up to date or whatever it is. Yeah. And of course, there's the different themes for the regional news as well. That's right. Yeah. So um, I think one of the, the interesting parts of it was trying to find a way of once we'd done the the, uh, the main news, um, was trying to find a way of varying it but keeping it the same for it started off the regions and, and then Scotland, Ireland and Wales and um, it was a bit of a head scratcher for a, for a while it took quite a, quite a few days you know, not even days, a couple of weeks really of trying different things to come up with a way of making them sound different but still retaining the identity and giving them an individual identity for each like Scotland, Wales and Ireland without being cliched you know yeah. and um in the end, it was quite simple, really. Um, there was a band that I'd been listening to you know, at the time called Faithless, and yeah. there was a track that they got called Take the Long Way Home. And I remember when I first started doing the, mu- the news, that was quite inspiring, that track. I thought, yeah, I love, I love the way they've got that sort of beat going and sort of um, almost like um, not ravey things happening, but <laughs> a hint towards that. So... Um, I thought I like all that, you know, all those sort of sort of sounds like those electronic sounds, and um, so I just literally grabbed a load of like rave samples, basically, and put them all together, and um, to create that sort of layer. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And um, I um, then sort of just literally took the pips and then for each different region and, and and the nations... I just wrote a new tune effectively with the chords but keeping all the sounds the same so it was like the same band mm. but a different song if you see what I mean and that became the way to do it I thought that's the yeah. way to do it it's just keep all the sounds the same all the instrumentation 
but just change the chords underneath and um, that will give it the identity for each one and um, once I'd sort of landed on that as the way to do it then that's pretty much become the way that I do it all the time now yeah definitely and the theme itself has become a bit of a phenomenon really because people have made all sorts of remixes of it and have danced to it and just overall have thought it's a great tune I know it's incredible I'm so I'm thrilled you know obviously um every time that happens it's it's just it's such an exciting thing for me to and yeah. you know it just it's just amazing that people have latched onto it so much and um some amazing remixes as well the Dua Lipa one was oh, yeah. absolutely incredible you know so good and uh, just the way people you know played along with it and um the, the drumming weatherman and <laughs> it's just been it's just been great i mean it's it's really um a thrill to be sort of almost like part of the British you know sort of fabric of of Britain you know that it's become a sort of iconic thing that everyone knows is is a really great feeling and yeah. um, it's still the test of time you know so um, that there's a new audience coming up like you you, you know you probably weren't even born when it when I first wrote <laughs> yeah. it you know but um, you're now it's part of your landscape and everything so that is yeah. a really a really sort of thrilling thing yeah and would you say that the news theme itself is on par with the pips now i think the pips will always be iconic in a way and i suppose um it has become a sort of icon of the bbc in its own right which which is for me is is absolutely amazing because obviously when i started out i I was just worship the bbc was an amazing institution and and i was it was all that all there ever was when i was a kid was the bbc Mm. and itv the bbc was massive you know for everybody in their lives yeah and um you know i was enthralled by it and wanted to work at the bbc so in the end to be able to create a sort of thing that's become part of an icon of the bbc is is really uh, an amazing feeling yeah Definitely. And of course, you're not just the newsman, but you've done many other themes as well, including The One Show. So how did you come up with that one? OK, yeah, so The One Show, that, that was an interesting one. They approached me about that um, late on, actually. They were looking for a, a theme and they really wanted to change gear at seven o'clock at night. You know, it was a new show and they wanted to sort of... The news had been on and all the serious <laughs> stuff and now it was time to relax and put your feet up and go for the rest of the evening you know they wanted something that really changed the gear mm. of, of evening viewing and at first they didn't ask me to to do it because I've done the news music they were a bit worried <laughs> that I'd sort of just make it sound too newsy maybe <laughs> I don't know but um so they didn't approach me to start with but then obviously they did so um and they said they said can you put some ideas together so I started throwing lots of demos in at them, thinking, oh, this sounds like a really great job. I've got to, I've got to get this job, got to get this job. So I uh, came up with some sort of ideas like this, for example. Oh, and this is another one. So these are all demos for the one show, basically. And that one... So they all work as pieces of music, and um, but the, the producer, his name is Doug. He was amazing, and he said, "No, it's not quite, not quite got it, you know." And he kept talking about something that it's got to be about people, you know. He said, "I, I need it to be about people," and um, so um, you know we were getting quite close. And then he said, "It's got to work at seven o'clock at night, you know. We got mm-hmm. to 
we know it's got to sort of work as that switch over so I thought I'd, what I'll do is I put a mock-up together of um, a junction at seven o'clock and I, I so I came out of the news and so this is like you'd imagine it on TV at seven o'clock safety on holiday traveling abroad may come at a price get the real story tomorrow at 7.30 now on BBC One Watchdog so I put this sort of junction together like that so they could hear what my demo would sound like yeah. in situ and um, they, said, they said oh that's brilliant you know that, that's given us a real sort of insight and um, mm. they said tell you what you've got the gig but um, we won't pitch it anymore because there were other composers putting ideas in as well yeah and uh, two or three other people they said well you've got the job um, but um, it's still not got the sound right you know so then um, he uh, had another chat to them and then he, he played me he said I've got this song that I really like you know it's got a great sound it's this one would you go to bed with me <laughs> so lo and behold it was like I said oh I did that that's me you know and he said no way and he said can you just make something like that yeah. um, I love that sound but can you make it about people and then all the way through I became people people and then suddenly I thought hang on a minute this is the most obvious thing people is people isn't it so it's yeah. it's a choir or it's people singing and so I thought gospel choir you know would be great and something really celebratory and I got this sort of chord of gospel choir going ah like that so I, I grabbed that as a sample and then I started adding the trumpet to it Again, I made up a, a. I took the, the woodgy trumpet and made up a mega riff of lots of little bits of the yeah. da 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 da, <laughs> and just added that to the the choir. I thought, oh, that's working. And then, so that's that's people and the trumpet that he likes. So I just started building that up. Drums. Bass line. Yeah. Guitar. Oh, that's piano, actually. And guitar, yeah, there you go. There's the guitar. So I built the tune up like that, and um, I played that to them, and they said, that's, that's brilliant. We love it. Um, but can you make the choir sound a bit bigger? Um, so I said, yeah, no problem. So I got um, some real singers around. I got the gospel singers around. Four singers came to my to my studio, and I played them the um, that sound. And I said, "Can you um, can you sing that?" You know, and they um, said, "What well, have you got any words?" And I said, "Well, try one, go one." So they went, <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, that sounds good." <laughs> so this that that's what they did. So put that over it. And um, so that, that's how that came together. And then I played that to them. They said, yeah, it's fantastic. Can we have more voices on it? <laughs> and by that time, they'd sort of gone. Yeah. So um, I, I thought, oh, should I get them back? And I thought, no, I'm going to sing it. So I, I sang that one in the middle. That one there, that's me going, what? Which takes, takes a bit of time to get to. Um, to sing it but um so that was really good fun yeah it's great yeah absolutely and there's a christmas version of the theme isn't there did you work on that there is yeah there's a christmas version um 
and uh, what we did for that um, there was this event going on um, yeah. which was a uh, kids choirs from schools all get together uh, and they had this mass um, choir sing along with, with lots of children you know individual primary schools practice the tunes yeah and then they all get together, and this was at the O2 Arena in Birmingham, and um, they all sing the same tunes together in this massive big thing. So there's wow. about 8,000 kids, you know. So I said, I phoned up the um, the musical director and said, is there any chance we could get the kids to go, what? <laughs> and um, he said, yeah, that sounds really good fun. So I, I suggested it to the One Show team. I said, well, how about the biggest kids choir in the world going what for the Christmas tune they said yeah great idea so they came up and they, they filmed a bit of it and um, that's what we did and um, it was the the hardest thing was the the BBC um, production assistant that came along had to get 8,000 signatures signed oh. or you know, oh. contracts to the, the kids to allow it to happen you know yeah. so that so they had boxfuls of Contracts that he had to take back to the BBC, <laughs> which is quite funny. But um, so yeah, that that um, and that that became the sort of the one show Christmas theme. Yeah, that's insane actually, because you're hardly going to be able to make out one child's voice. So it's mad. I know, I know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And of course, you did one of my favourite shows, Grand Designs, as well. That's right. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, Grand Designs. The day that uh, I got the news. Uh, well, I played them the news theme like we were talking about earlier and they said yeah that's the one I had another meeting that day um, in town in London and straight after pretty much the news meeting and I went along to this this, this other meeting and I said oh, I just got the news music, <laughs> you know and they were all like really excited they said oh that's, that's amazing I said but we've got this um, so we got a show they said for Channel 4 and it's all about people building their own houses and things and it's their dreams come true you know so we want a bit of dream come true music and a bit of sort of and so I was so excited I almost like this, I was my head was buzzing and I just yeah. I was, as they were chatting I suddenly thought da do 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 be do be do be do be do um tinkly bells and sort of waltz style yeah. and um almost Hollywood you know Disney-ish in a way and um so I, I I went home and put that together and, and literally that, that stuck. You know, the first idea I did for them, the Grand Designs, they liked it and that stuck. It's had the same life. It was born the same day as the news theme, you know, and, it, and that's lasted the, the same time. Yeah, definitely. That's incredible. I guess that era was definitely your golden age. It was. And of course, Country File you did as well. When was that? Um, well, Country File is an interesting story because... Um, the very first uh, theme I did for Country Fire was way back in 1988 um, oh. when the programme first came out and that was from Birmingham and uh, this was the original theme <laughs> that was the original theme for Country Fire back in 1988 yeah. and um, from then on I sort of did quite a few different ones for them over the years this one was a, an update of that last one and there was this one and then this one I think 
completely barring sheep. Uh, a little bit more pastoral that one and then there was a bit of a lull and um, then they came uh, probably maybe nine years or so and um, then they came back to me like 2007 and uh, said you know we've got we're redoing the titles and uh, do you want to come up with a with a theme you know and I went to see the graphics guys and they were they were really cool guys in Bristol and they said yeah we've got these aerial the whole thing's going to be like a kite flying over beautiful aerial footage and you'll always see the little kite triangle of the shadow and that's ah. going to be the sort of emblem of country file and you see it going over beautiful um english countryside so can you make it all about sort of like flying and being in the air and like really <laughs> so I, this is the first sort of idea i put together and they sort of want it to be sort of obviously modern feeling and contemporary and stuff and so we sort of working. Sometimes you don't get, or quite often you don't get the idea straight away. It's it's an evolution. So I got the sort of sound of it, but I hadn't quite hit the sort of the main tune. So as it evolved, we got to this version, which is very close to how it ended up. But the tune's a bit different. If you see what I mean, and they were sort of liking that, and then. And then it's like, can work on it a bit more. So then it was, the tune emerged. So the backing and the, the instrumentation is the same, but I sort of came up with a melody. And um, there's a bit of fine tuning to that. And then, so that became the theme, you know, in uh, I think, was that 2007 I think it was um, and then lo and behold uh, Country Farm moved from being on a Sunday morning this, this little show mm. to Sunday night you know peak yeah. time viewing and then it suddenly become this massive peak time show yeah. which was really exciting and then they said well, can, can we make it sound a little bit more Sunday evening you know um, rather than sort of Sunday morning <laughs> so I was thinking more orchestral and strings, you know, pastoral sounding. So, um, building that up as a, as a theme. So you add the, add the melody line over the top of that. So it's the same melody, but a different arrangement. the magic of music really that if if you get a tune you can do it in a million different ways you know and, and give it a different a million different moods yeah. but um if you if you create a recognizable tune um it'll always sort of stand out in no matter how you do it and that's always like a thrill when you get something that sort of works to do it in different ways like that yeah and when you're writing these themes is it the same process every time because i guess the bbc news theme was brought up in a very different way to how you would mm. do something like country fire right that's right yeah i mean it, it, it always starts most most of the best ideas in a way they they you think of them before you sit down and try doing them um so um you know, you come up with the idea in your head or what you want it to be sort of thing, and then you sit down and do it. And um, some ideas can be completely formed before you even sit down. So all you have to do is, like, 
put them together and other ideas you've got half formed and then you but you know where you want to go so um basically it builds up like that so um fortunately i've always like i said from when i was a kid i've always had tunes buzzing around in my head you know it's almost like so coming up with melody lines hasn't never been too difficult for me um so that's why i pretty much like writing instrumental music you know because it comes much more naturally but like writing lyrics and writing songs I find I'm I can't do at all you know so um I find I'm I'm in awe of people that can do that but um but the tunes bit for me is something that seems to just flow naturally yeah. they just seem to pop out of thin air you know and you mm. say oh that oh, that's a nice one we'll try that yeah and is it kind of annoying that tv themes you don't really get enough time to do everything you want to I I really like them because they're like mm. You've got 30 seconds. Well, they used to be 30 seconds. They're almost down to 15 seconds now. And sometimes even shorter, you know. And um, the days of the old theme tune have have sort of gone in a way. Um, But I like the idea that they come up with like a mini pop song almost in 15 seconds. And it's like a build-up, an introduction. It's got to start and finish. It's got to hit you it's got to be memorable and you've only got that time to do it and so i quite enjoy having those little nuggets you know of time and uh, little graphic sequences um are just in themselves are just really good fun to do yeah and the fact that they've kind of shrunk in half over the years is that because our attention spans are not what they used to be i think so i think it's because production teams obviously um they want to get you into the show really quickly yeah. and um they want to sort of keep your attention yeah so as more and more channels are developed and there's more choice they want to sort of keep you glued so they don't want to spend lots of time on a on a title sequence when they could be getting into the show but having said yeah. that if you watch your netflix now or amazon um there's some it, it's almost changing back to how it was and some really mm. beautiful like long title sequences yeah. coming back with really really beautiful graphics and you know a lot of them have got songs and um vocals in them so it's almost like changing the art form has stayed in a way and um so it's they're bringing that back you know mm. which is great yeah although there is the skip intro button on netflix i suppose yeah that's true <laughs> yeah yeah but real fans don't do that yeah <laughs> I think they're great. I love I love intro music. I've always loved title themes and um introductions. I think they're just you know, they're great, you know, they're just tiny little bits of tune and little mini art forms in themselves and the graphics are always really interesting as well, you know. So there's a little bit of entertainment. They they're great. Mm, definitely. And is it weird watching TV shows that you've composed the music for? Um, not really, because you sort of mm. you're in work mode in a way, and um, you sort of oh, it's still a thrill, you know. To yeah. especially with the news, it's a thrill to know that everybody knows it, and everybody pretty much like you know, from Boris Johnson to the Queen, or <laughs> you know, by Joe, by and everybody's heard it at some point, and yeah. um, and then you can speak to anybody, you know, that I meet generally and then when you tell them what you've done they all go you know you know they can't believe so you're sort of anonymous until you tell them and then and then it's always a surprise when they know so yeah it's a real thrill to 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 have done that um 
but I suppose when I'm watching things, I'm I'm listening more technically in a way. I'm going, yeah. oh, is that working? Is it the right <laughs> volume? Does it fit in? And um, I remember when the single came out, Would You, and it was first on Radio One. I was I heard it in between two other records, and I was thinking, oh no, it's that the EQ sounds terrible. Ah, I know. I think I think I was I was expecting a phone call from a BBC engineer telling me that they couldn't play it because the, <laughs> the sonic quality wasn't good enough. You know, yeah. so um, yeah, it's interesting that. Yeah, but that could have been Radio One's EQ that made it sound like that. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And on a Monday night, of course, you've got the main news, the regional news, the one show, and then Panorama. So you've got a good couple of hours of you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite good fun. Yeah, pa- yeah. Panorama was... It was uh, Obviously, I didn't write the Panorama theme tune. Yeah, um, you weren't alive. That was written by, yeah, um, uh, way back in, I think it was 1950s, um, by a French composer. And I think it was actually um, part of a soundtrack to a movie. It's called uh, Aujourd'hui C'est Toi, I think it's yeah. called. And um, so it was a soundtrack from a film and that they'd obviously grabbed that little bit and um, used it as a panorama theme. And that stuck, you know, for... I mean, that's got to be one of the longest-running themes okay. on TV. I think it's the, the longest-running show of all time. Right. That's incredible. So um, no, so that, that's been that's been really good, you know. So again, that was quite a thrill to to do that, and uh, really enjoyable uh, to put that one together. Yeah. And um, actually, it was just when I got my laptop computer as well, and I was working. Um, I'd finally honed down all my technology down down to u- using the laptop. So I remember I was mixing that on sort of. Boxing Day night, sitting in front of my fire <laughs> at home, you know, on my laptop with a pair of headphones on, mixing the panorama theme. I thought that, that's yeah. quite a nice uh, place to be. Yeah, definitely. So what's next for you? Are you working on anything that you're allowed to tell us about? Um, yeah, I've got a couple of interesting projects on the go at the moment. I'm doing yeah. some music for um, the... There's a big global conference in Glasgow about the climate mm. and they're having a big TV debate uh, with all the world leaders. So I'm working right now on a piece of music for that, and I'm working on some a new Arabic uh, news f- uh, phone-in show. And uh, away from um, news, I'm doing. Um, I've just done an album of yoga music, which is oh. an alternative thing, uh, which we're going to release on Spotify and um, all the YouTube and all the all the channels. You know, so. If, uh, you don't really have to like yoga to listen to it but <laughs> it's sort of chill out music so that's been really good fun and uh, that's the sort of first album that I've done that's been released for quite a long time so that's quite exciting to see how that goes yeah definitely well where are we able to keep up to date with all your work and check out everything you've done over the years well you can keep up to date uh, with it I'm, I'm, I'm a bit terrible really I don't update <laughs> things that often enough I've really got to sit down and get on with it a bit more but um, I've got a Facebook page uh, davidlowmusic.com and I've got my website www.davidlowmusic.com so um, if I can get myself going I'll, I'll start updating it a bit more and keep everybody up to date with what's going on yeah well thanks very much for coming on the show today it's been great having you here no problem at all really enjoyed it 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.